Uh, I'd like to do roll call. Roger, I'm here. Maliabo? Here. Paul Shant? Here. You got it right. I got it right. Panja? Yes. All right. Johns? Sylvia? I think she's still muted out there. Kolash? Here. Shannon? Not here. Ismail? Here. Uh, Sylvia, are you there? Guess she'll join us when she can. Uh, I would like to entertain a volunteer for the reading of the Native American land acknowledgement. Bijou as volunteer. Thank you. We meet today in the community of Iowa City, which now occupies the homeland of Native American nations to whom we own we owe our commitment and dedication. The area of Iowa City was within the homelands of the Iowa, Misquaki, and Salk. And because history is complex and time goes far back beyond memory, we also acknowledge the ancient connections of many other indigenous people here. The history of broken treaties and forced removal that disposed indigenous people of their homeland was and is an act of colonization and genocide that we cannot erase. We implore the Iowa City community to commit to understanding and addressing these injustices as we work towards equity, restoration, and reparations. Thank you, Bijou. Uh, approval of the April 25th, 2023 meeting minutes. I'd like to entertain a motion. For approval. I'll move to approve the minutes. Move by Kelsey. I'll second. Second by Bijou. All in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Same sign. No opposition. Public comments of item and not on the agenda. Commentator shall address the commission for no more than five minutes. Commissioners should not engage in discussion with the public or one another concerning said item. Mr. Mark. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'm a preacher. Five minutes. <laughs> I'm here because um, it's in my heart. I've been working on human rights matters for a long time, since the 70s, in Pierce County, Washington, in Muskegon County, Michigan, Dubuque County, Butler County, Marion County, and Johnson County, Iowa. Significant in this work is refugee resettlement. I'm particularly concerned about always saying what we mean. And so I commend to you the wonderful lens you received in this last week from the Human Rights Commission and the fine work that the commission is the commission office did under Director Stephanie's um, leadership. The matter particularly is always say what we mean, and that we've discovered DEI doesn't do what we mean. We need to do EDI. I'm taking that message with me to the um, noon Rotary Commission or committee, noon Rotary lunch on June 15th. I deliver the what's currently called the DEI moment. And so I will bring an EDI moment and I will bring visuals so people understand 
how significant this is. It's significant also for you to know because Canada, United Kingdom, internationally, it's known. So this article I have forwarded not only to my group in Rotary, I've also forwarded the lens to the executive director of Rotary International in Sweden, that we are on this. And I want you to be on this, particularly always a commission saying what you mean. I was here with you last month and talked about another matter in which I want you to say what you mean. In the midst of all of this is my gratitude and my passion. Thank you for being commissioners and for the time you invest. Thank you, Mark. Item five, I reach our outreach and engagement update from the police department. Uh, my understanding that Officer Bailey is not present. He is dealing with some situation in the South District. So we're gonna get his uh, updates at the next meeting. Uh, item six is actually what Mark is talking about. A request to change the Native American land acknowledgement to the First Nation land acknowledgement do i i have some discussion time here anybody have anything to say about this item yes mark yes you can speak what you have Bijou read for you today is a collaborative effort with the human rights commission and the truth and reconciliation commission that was put together so the TRC probably needs to be in on this uh, decision. But I've written one sentence that I think is relevant for your consideration. The term First Nations, will, while mostly used in Canada for the original inhabitants of the land, is increasingly being accepted and used by many Native Americans in the United States and by Indigenous peoples worldwide. It is to this end that I'm encouraging you the name change. With my encouragement is my understanding and encouragement that you work with TRC to get this right so you say what you mean. I have some question, Mark. Maybe you can uh, entertain some question. I My understanding is that this uh, First Nation is widely used in Canada. That's correct. Okay. Uh, my also understanding from just doing my own research, I'm starting to see more and more people are starting to change this instead of First Nation land acknowledgement or Native American land acknowledgement more to indigenous land acknowledgement. Have you seen any of that or heard of any of that? Because I think maybe that's moved, taking it a step further. Yeah, I've heard that though, and I appreciate your research. Indigenous is more professional language. First Nation is more accessible. That's all, it's the same thing. We were talking, I'm free associating with that word indigenous, that increasingly the DNR recognizes that brown trout are indigenous. Yeah. But they're calling them now native because that's what the fishermen, I'm sorry, the fishers want to call them. Brown trout are native to Iowa. It's, it's a word thing, but it's important for you to say what you mean. Yes. So I appreciate your research. I can say a few words here. So yes. first, Mark, thanks for bringing this to us. Um, and I, 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 it's, it's, it's useful to, I think, reflect on these things to make sure that 
they're living documents that we don't just say um, in a performative way um, when we meet, but also that it channels into action. And so I think, you know, in working on how we might address and prevent genocides in our community and mass violences of all kinds around the world, um, one of the things that's come up in my work on land acknowledgements is that the words do matter, certainly. The partnerships matter more. And beyond that, the actions matter most. And so I think your encouragement for us to um, maybe have a few individuals who reconsider the um, land acknowledgement, not necessarily, in my opinion, for its text, but for its purpose, um, I think would be um, of interest to me to encourage the com um, commission to consider. I would just say that I think my best understanding is that language used should be that that's preferred by our local groups and that they should have a voice in, in how they're represented here and not just in uh, a monolithic and abstract way, but actually that they're active members at the table and as we're considering this. So personally, I wouldn't um, adjust any specific language right now without the members of our community that it affects involved. Um, but I would want to, um, I would be interested and I would event, invite anyone else on the commission who's also interested to engage with me in reopening this potentially with our community partners um, because we have a great wealth of resources here in our community. Thank you, Kelsey. I was also thinking about maybe possibly reaching out to our friends at Great Plain, um, maybe about what's their feelings or emotion um, behind the changing of the the, the the name i i agree with kelsey sometimes yeah we have to say what we mean um but i think we also have to get the people who are in the community with respect to work with them on any changing of the language that addresses matter in that community so i i'm i'm very open to changing that but i like the possibility of maybe this having a, a discussion with our friend in this particular community about their feelings on changing that as well. I am uh, very uh, optimistic on the First Nation or Indigenous land, but I like to have that discussion maybe with some representative from the Great Plain community. <clears throat> One other small matter, I was with some religious and they noticed late in the, uh, maybe it's at the very end, there is a word um, in explore. Do you see that word? Explore. Um, I don't have it in front of we me. We explore the Iowa City. We, we explore the Iowa City community to come into understanding and addressing these injustices. Yeah, the interesting thing in this religious, uh, professional religious was, why wasn't it the word encourage rather than explore? They didn't think that it was so mysterious. Or I wonder if it's supposed to be implore. So in implore, our, it is. I think it's it is implore. In, oh. in our documents, we have that we implore. But I think oh, to your yeah. point, mm -hmm. I think your point still stands, Mark. Yes, uh, it is. The 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 distinction between even imploring the community versus um, you, you had a, a word such as encourage or welcome in or invite in language like that. Um, I think it's a, a point well taken that I think we could definitely take further on into our. Sounds like further conversations that we'll invite with with other leaders. Sounds like you have a direction. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. 
Uh, sorry. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. Actually, thank you for always coming here to remind us of that and uh, for being that voice uh, for the community that's not coming. And I agree with my colleagues that um, um, it's good to have that representation in that community to be here. Uh, say what you mean. Yes. And action is great, but it has to come from them. We have to say what we mean from what they want us to say. Uh, so if you can also be part of it and they can be, if you can, if you know some uh, leaders in the community um, to come along or to come and meet with us in the TRC. So we want to know what they want us to say so we can mean it the way they want it to. Thank you. Yeah, I think originally when we worked with TRC on this, I think uh, Kevo was pretty involved and I think Ashley was involved. And I think uh, there was a couple members of the Great Plains Society that was also involved in the development of this. So I would, uh, I would like to move in that direction of maybe Kelsey as volunteer, I can volunteer myself to maybe contacting a couple members of the Great Plains organization and sitting down with them, just exploring and uh, coming up. Mark, I'd like you to be involved in that too, if you are, yes. So, so uh, do we need to vote on that, Stephanie, or just uh, go in that direction? Yes. Okay, so Kelsey and I probably can talk and take the lead on this one and go from there. So thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. Yes. We appreciate always reminding us that we have to say what we mean and we have to lead by example. So I appreciate that always. I always appreciate that about you. So. Item number seven, commission's committee's reports. I'll start with uh, building bridges. Sure, so I can I can do this fairly briefly. We did not um, gather, uh, we did not meet since the last time um, we had a human rights commission meeting. Yeah. So unfortunately we have no updates there, but summer is ahead of us. The rest of the year is in front of us. And so um, we've got our, we have some ambitions. Don't worry, but we are, um, we need to meet again. Awesome. That'd be great. Uh, B, reciprocal relationship. I'm the only member here since Sylvia is traveling and Suyen is not here. We also did not meet uh, because we had so many events going on. We had the Youth Award. We had the uh, first ever Asian Fest in Coralville where we are all attended and we also had the api events here at the rec center that we all attended as well so we did not uh, find the time to meet with all of our schedule but we will be meeting early next month and uh, to keep our summer plans going so breaking bread same with breaking bread we didn't have <laughs> to meet um, it was a busy month <laughs> it, was, it was very busy yes yes um but no we will we um it is just the two of us Ahmed and I yeah um and so you know we hopefully will fill the vacancy and have someone else on breaking bread um but yes we will we'll look to meet at some point in June and That's similar true. to the other two subcommittees well, we have uh, the new vacancy already publicized, so hopefully the council will be getting the uh, application soon so we can fill uh, Badri's uh, position. For those of you who do not know, uh, Badri resigned from the commission due to personal and uh, health reasons. So, Item eight, favorite event, the availability of staff for our week 
because we are one of the sponsors for the uh, Pride Parade, Pride Day, and we usually get a table. So last year, a few of us uh, men the table. I think it was me, um, Ashley, and uh, Sylvia. We just break out in shift. So we need uh, some uh, representation out there again. I'll be willing to do sometime too. We can break it up. That's on Saturday, June 17. The parade starts at noon. What time do we actually have to be there with the table, Stephanie? This says that staff has to be, somebody has to be there one to six. And I believe you set up, this is all they sent. And so I would have to go back to their website to get these your specific answer. But if I recall last year, I kind of thought that you guys set the table and then the parade and then. I thought you had to be there before the parade. But I yeah, I think we had to be there before the parade. So I think we set up the table probably around like 11, 1130, uh, because the festivity is already going on and the parade actually starts at noon. So I'll be willing to do an earlier shift because I have a busy evening. So, and the, last year we actually ran out of all the material probably by three, so. Yeah, it was a we our table was just right by the stage. So everybody that was going to the stage was passing by a table and we had a lot of people. It was it was a great event. It was a very learning and educational event and just to see people coming from all over Iowa. This is not just people from Iowa City. We met people from Des Moines, met people from uh close to Wisconsin that was coming to our pride event. So it was a, a big event. So I'd be willing to set up the table and maybe do a fish shift and uh, so I can get out of here for it. I'll set up the table maybe around 11. I'm flexible to, to do other shifts. Okay. Yeah. So that's Roger. I'm a maybe. Jamfi. Bijou, maybe. I can come and sit up the table at 11 to sneak out out of something. Okay. Uh, I can help. I just don't know when. I just got to check my schedule, but yeah. I can uh, send an email depending on what time's available. Okay. See. So can you, those of you that think you can help, maybe just shoot Stephanie an email by the end of the week so we can uh, get the schedule all planned out? Mm -hmm. That'd be great. You will enjoy the parade. You'll see the parade come right in front of you. And you will also enjoy all the performance if we get the same spot, which... I don't think we, we we in charge of this part. Like <laughs> it was a prime spot. <laughs> it was right outside of uh, Java House, so you can also run to Java for some. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. So please send the email to Stephanie, and uh, we'll set up the schedule, then we'll publicize it, and we'll go from there. Yeah, I I'll. I'll be there, but I'm also in charge of the yes. booth for the alumni yes. group, um, and I'm the only member of that board in Iowa City. Yeah. So if I if I so am able to recruit some others to help staff that booth, yeah. then I'll be able to come over and hang out with you guys for a little bit. But Even if you can <laughs> mend the table, stop by. Mm -hmm. If you are part of the celebration, stop by, chat with us, and uh, it's just a it's just a great event. So. And you can see all my gear up, you know. <laughs> I have a really nice rainbow glasses that I wear every year. 
It's prescription. I, I order it for that. <laughs> Commitment, yes. Okay, thank you guys. We're moving far, we're moving fast today. Yeah. Uh correspondence. We actually have a correspondence in our package today. We just received here. Stephanie just informed me from uh Johnson County regarding Juneteenth. So if we can take a few minutes to read it. I can kind of summarize. Basically, they're doing a um what are they calling it? A community health fair, health education and resource fair. So this would be the Friday right before Pride. Uh -huh. And it would be four to six in the Ped Mall. And so it would be a two hour, well, it'd probably be more of a three and a half hour commitment for setup and takedown, but um, four to six on the Ped Mall as part of the Juneteenth festivities. And they want us to have a table, a booth? Correct. They're asking. That's a Friday. That's a Friday before Pride. It's the night before Pride. Mm -hmm. I'll be out of town. I'll be. I'll, I'll be willing to volunteer. I think I can too. Yeah. Uh, I can come after like five, just because I work till five. But yep. uh, I can stop like later on. Just I. I'm. I'm traveling to. Medellin, Colombia that week, and I was just looking at really terrible flight schedules. <laughs> that I think means I have to leave on Friday, and I will also unfortunately miss the Pride Day on the Saturday too. But if that changes, I'll reach out to Stephanie because I'll, I'll I might be able to help with the Friday. Yes. So that one is four to six. Do we need to get there probably like three thirty or three? Probably yeah, a little after three. Um, in both of these events, the commission needs to have their own table. Yeah. So we do have a table and chairs in the office have to be totally candid. It's it's one of those folding tables that have like the strap, but yeah. it's still not that um, light to me, <laughs> even though it's supposed to be like, I think, 40, 45 pounds. But mm -hmm. just so you know that. So if if somebody has a lighter table, you might want to use that. But if you don't, then that table and those two chairs are available. And then there's handouts for both Juneteenth in pride that um, we'll need to make arrangements. So you have giveaways for folks too. So. Mm -hmm. I have one of those table with the folds up with the handle too. So I can just bring that. I think it's a six foot. That's probably what the one in the office yeah. is, but do you still want the two chairs we have? I mean, they're just folding like, uh, you know, the rental chairs you get. Yeah. So those oh. are easy to maneuver. The table just is a little heavy to me. Okay. I'll, I'll bring the table. Okay. I'll commit to bringing the table. Then I can just uh, swing by here and pick up those chairs. In the handouts. Yes, in the handouts. So, okay. Yeah, I'll be I'll be able to be there on Friday and Saturday. Awesome. We got a good group. Thank you. Uh, staff announcements. Stephanie, you up. I don't think I have anything. I think most of the announcements, if you subscribe to the list or if you've probably seen so. Um, but I, I do want to say this, though, the Youth Awards, the video um, shows what an amazing job that you all did. The youth in this area are really doing some great, impressive things, but um, it's just a great event. I just appreciate um you guys coming out and representing and the next 
kind of big event is the awards um, breakfast, which is similar, but on a smaller scale. So, but yeah, great job with the youth awards. I've heard very positive things and just waiting. Um, the photographer um, went out of the country for a wedding, but I believe he is back now. So hoping to get those pictures um, sent out to, to everyone by um, the end of this month. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Commission announcement. Well, before we even get to announcement, I just want to take the time also to thank Stephanie. You know, yes, we showed up uh, to the event, but she organized the event and all the preparation, all the planning. It was an amazing event. How we can have 42 some youth. And I think we did all the presentation probably less than an hour. Yeah. And it was just because of the organization, people really enjoy themselves, the family that came, the youth that are doing amazing things. So I just want to give the uh, credit again to Stephanie for putting such an amazing event. So thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It takes a village, though, <laughs> yes. so I can't take the, all yes. the credit. So, but thank you. I do appreciate it. But, you know, in that village, sometimes there's always... The elder, the leaders, <laughs> the, the, the leaders, you know, the village have the elders, organization have leaders. So your leadership is what makes it flow so smoothly. Well, thank so, you. Thank you. Uh, man, we're flying. I, <laughs> I know it's a beautiful day out there. You all want to get out there to do things. So commissioner announcement. Uh, this item includes opportunity for brief update from commissioner and uh, commissioner shall not engage in discussion on the announcement. Uh, anybody want to volunteer or should we just start at the end and move this way? Janvi? I'll, I'll take some time to think. So, so Yeah, so you want <laughs> over there to start? Sure. Oh, I can start. I can start. <laughs> okay. Uh, rest of our announcements, nothing really relating to work, but just been paying attention to everything that's going on in Sudan. Uh, as you all know, there's a lot going on there with yep. the current situation. But outside of that, really no commissioner-related updates. Just as usual. Thank you. Um, we've we've discussed pride. Um, I think you know, I would encourage everyone to to attend. Um, this year especially uh has been a pretty rough year um with the legislative session that you know one one representative from Cedar Rapids described it as the most hateful and destructive Iowa assembly session in in recent memory and it, it really has been um there all you know the LGBTQ community is is feeling threatened um and you know pride this year will be a good a good opportunity to show support and and stand with that that group um and especially our our trans siblings who are getting receiving the brunt of the of the hate and the the legislation so just you know want to encourage everyone to to attend if you can um other than that yeah i think um you know one of the youth at the awards um came up to kelsey and i afterwards and was talking about um her concerns uh for the situation in sudan as well and I think this might be a good opportunity for another um, public statement from our from the commission. In I agree. Um, so you know, I'm happy to help 
help with that since I have experience crafting those. Um, if someone wants to, if anyone wants to, just let me know and we can put something together and have that ready to, we can vote on it in the next meeting. Thank you, Doc. For, mm -hmm. uh, for me, um, I, along with the Sudan and Congo, so they're still fighting. And now I think it's getting worse because there's tribe people that fight over land and now they are going into the city in Kinshasa and they are killing um, each other. And I think the government is getting even way more involved and uh, a lot of children have been killed for that that have no part of that. So I will appreciate, I'll be looking for you for that statement for Congo as well. Um, on uh, May 8th, there was an accident again in um, Iowa for uh, a Congolese family that came from Illinois. Two of them just got here from uh, Africa, from Congo. They don't have any um, any uh, any papers, so um, they don't know where they're going to bury them. So maybe I must send you guys some information to support them because of the funeral costs, if you guys can. Um, my other one is just an idea about um, 4th of July parade for the human rights if we can be on the parade so people know us more if that's okay I don't know about I think we talked about it before Stephanie but I don't know what you guys think about that idea uh, to have the human rights if you guys are available to be in a parade with something with the human rights and stuff or yeah, where we can trust think, I think Corville has I think Corville has a fourth of July yes, parade. Yes, it is I, Corville. Oh, we don't. I'm not sure Iowa City does. No. It's Corville. It's Corville. My bad. I'm sorry. Maybe it's the football. The homecoming. Homecoming. Then I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, so, you, so I'll make a note for homecoming because yeah. they probably okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Bishu. Um, I don't have much announcement either. I just want to say that you know I. This uh, past month or this month, it was awesome to attend some of the event that was going out there. And the first ever Asian Fest in Coralville was amazing. The turnout, even with the rain coming in and displacing people, then it was just amazing to see, you know, sometimes when we talk Asian, obvious, we see some of our a friend from the Iowa City Area Chinese Association, but it was more than that. Mm -hmm. It was reaching out to every community that are represented in the Asian community. It was it was amazing. They had great uh, food booths and uh, music, dances from all over the area. It was an amazing event. So we give a lot of kudos for uh, High Oven Corville and the, the and the, the group that organized that. So it was just in an amazing event to see, and I hope it can only get bigger from here. So it was great. Uh, youth Award was awesome to see so many youth, to see so many family out there, uh, just to hear those stories of the amazing things that the youth are doing. It's it's great. The number almost doubled from 24 last year to about 42 this year. So I can only see those numbers going up. So we got to give our youth some credit. They're doing amazing thing in our community. Uh, the AAPI events that we had uh, at the rec center, it was good turnout for the first one for them to have. It was in collaboration with the Iowa City Rec Department and it was sponsored by the HRC. So it was a good turnout, uh, even won some uh, bids on paintings and things like that. So it was it was really good. Uh, like 
Doug said, you know, this year, uh, Prime Celebration, Prime Month, it's uh, it's very important, especially with everything that we see going on in the state of Iowa. Uh, we need to be out there supporting our, especially our uh, trans youth. This is really the year for us to speak louder uh, because I know Iowa City, we are quote unquote woke, but the rest of the state is not. And the things that's getting passed in Des Moines, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it, it's sad for lack of a better word. So I know our school district is working very hard to support our youth in the school. So as human rights, we just need to speak louder. So I think I agree with Doug that this is probably the time we put a more public statement out there about what's going on in Sudan, what's going on in, in uh, Congo, and also what's going on in our own state here. So. And uh, for fun, this year, I was the uh, head soccer coach for Softish Junior High. This is the first ever inaugural soccer league for boys in junior high. And uh, it was so much fun. I just forgot how much fun I had playing and coaching soccer. We had 101 boys go out for soccer. So it was amazing. And the thing about soccer, it's an international sport. So you have kids from all over the world playing soccer. And you can see the bounding, the camaraderie that was created. We have kids that are not speaking English and you see other kids that are speaking Spanish, carrying them, teaching them. And we have kids coming from Africa, you know, kids from Congo, from Sudan, from Ethiopia, from all over the place coming together and playing soccer together. It was, it was just, it was fun for me. It was fun for me because, you know, when I'm trying to teach something and and that kid is not speaking English and uh, the kids that speaks the language will try to explain to him. I say, well, teach me so I can tell them because <laughs> he has to come from the coach. So <laughs> I just had so much fun coaching this boy. So I'm looking forward to next year because we had an amazing, uh, amazing season and we had a winning season, too, which was great. And, you know, the rivalry between city and West, that means. Southeast and Northwest, which we beat them. So, yeah. So, so it was good. It was a good season. Good fun. I'm done. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> You're too excited. <laughs> How does one follow that? No. So, no. I. I. I mean, I can just pile on. I mean, this is one of my favorite times of the year in Iowa City to to be a citizen of Iowa City. Um, there's just so many beautiful things that are happening, and the weather is. Yes. How can you complain about this weather, right? But um, I just wanted to add a couple of things. So um, the first repair cafe occurred on May 6th. Um, it was fantastic. It sounds like they had a great turnout. I walked up there. I looked around. They had like, I think maybe nine or 10 different booths and um, and free volunteered services to help you, you repair your items so that we can really commit to um, environmental sustainability with our consumption of materials um, by repairing them um, rather than just replacing them. So I believe the group is looking at how they might do a future one, but it's not yet planned yet as far as I know. Um, so, but um, keep that on your radar. It was really great. And I, I hope they do it again. Um, I want to just mention too that um, in our last meeting, we heard the presentations from City Council as well as Better Together 2030. I really do feel like there is some um, 
that it would be important for us as a commission to consider the question of how might we yeah. support the implementation of values into action in the city council strategic plan, as well as then incorporating um, and, and taking on board better, better together specific question to us of supporting them, then taking their um, recommendations to city council. Um, I haven't then actually had a chance to hear the latest update since the last time we we met with them and they presented to us but um, I just want to remind the commission of that but I do think there's a great opportunity there um I would want to maybe say too with the statements we're exploring I think um even considering to like what the call to action could be within all of those statements as well as then remembering that people hold multiple identities simultaneously and so for those who are refugees, oftentimes, if they are trans, they have to use their dead name or um, their previous gender identifier um, in order to register and receive services. And so I just want to remind folks, and I, I think we're all aware too, of as we're considering these issues that um, when someone's going through that experience, they don't just bring in one identity, they bring in all of the identities that they hold. Um, and then finally, I might just end my comments with a little bit of, um, positivity too that uh, I was joining virtually last time because I was at the Denver, um, the city summit of the Americas, which was the first of its kind um, in gathering mayors from all over um, North and South America. And it was really encouraging to see how our, our cities and our communities are committing themselves to um, global challenges, uh, including um, tech and AI, <laughs> um, environmental challenges, but also human rights and, and the experience of violence. There's a lot of really great strategies out there. Um, so as you're considering and, and doing the work that you're doing in the community, knowing that you're not alone, but also, I mean, there's some pretty specific resources out there too, and, and methods and work workbooks that can always be used too. So um, just remember that that is available to you. And then um, next month, I will be taking just one piece of, of lessons in um, community violence intervention um, through the Medellin model um, and, and complicating the narrative. If you've heard about Medellin's violence reduction, you might've heard that they installed cable cars in their city and this transportation infrastructure transformed their violence experience. It's a little bit more complicated than that. It was a little bit harder than that, um, significantly harder. It was a, a multi-decade um, effort and concerted effort across multiple departments of the city in order to address the nature of their violence and support the community and actually empower the community to make choices about how money was spent within specific neighborhoods and what resources they needed there. So uh, I'll be in Medellin next month and I'll, I'll be sure to share any resources that come out from that um, with the group too. Thanks. Yes. Okay, I, I got some time to probably organize my thoughts. <laughs> um, as I was winding down the semester last week, um, also wo was working with IC Compassion and Shelter House at the same time with um, refugee and immigrant population. And it's just been a little disappointing, I would say, from the human rights perspective, especially because when when somebody is um, seeking asylum, has experienced violence, that's almost not an option. Um, services are not provided to them because asylums generally cases are not accepted, um, are not approved in most cases. Um, similarly, the, again, speaking about the bridges um, and the gaps between, so there are resources available, but there are very basic and simple gaps. 
in being able to help them get those resources. Um, like if you are if you are homeless, but you're white, you are a US citizen, you get immediate assistance. There is great system here in Iowa City, but the same thing if you're undocumented, you don't know the language, it's so hard. We've been making number of calls, so many organizations, and it's just disappointing to be turned down by most places because there are so many of these nitty gritties and requirements and just makes me think and wonder of what more needs to be done and how to build bridges between those gaps. And again, talking about mental health, even things like Sudan coming up with, there's so much that's going on and we do have a Sudanese community in Iowa City, um, which is doing great work in helping their own folks, but also um, as members of community, how responsible are we or how much should we pitch in more? Um, but I think like this, it's just so much out of awareness and out of the radar. There are so many other issues that actually come onto people's radar, but these issues do not. Um, so it's just, I've just been thinking about those things. We have folks in the community who have children, who have family, who have parents who are either dead in the war, lost in the war, have no contact. The airport is destroyed. There's so much that's going on. So just have been, uh, it's been hard to just, you know, it's like when you end therapy at one practicum site, generally it's like, okay, cool. I'm leaving here, but you'll be seen by another therapist. But again, when it comes to working with undocumented refugee population, that just stays with me, thinking of so many of them will not get services after I leave. Because it depends on if someone's willing to volunteer, then most people don't want to, because the organizations are not straightforward. You don't get like those ready-made structures. You have to go and create those structures. So just thinking of... Um, those and thinking of how we as a commission can so I think I'm going to be sitting with that and thinking about that and again because we are part of building bridges also thinking of how much more we can do just um because I think Iowa City is doing great work amazing work and a lot of refugees feel very welcomed especially after coming from violence and war they do feel very welcomed and I think just maybe we could do some more work on truly building those bridges between the community and the community too sometimes yeah i think that's all thank you mm -hmm. uh, i wanted also to share um an email from uh, commissioner shannon that she was invited to be part of the better together welcome week so i know better together when they was here they invited us to be part of uh, introducing that matter so I think bringing that together so we can actually have a focus and address that on something that I'd like to discuss in the future here, how we can be involved. So her getting invited, just one of our commissioners, I think she's part of the group and maybe we can engage her as well. So, so. anything else for the good of the order? Stephanie, anything else? No, we lost Sylvia. Yeah, I saw that we lost her. So, <laughs> oh, well, maybe the internet is not strong in Vietnam. So. I will uh, entertain a motion to adjourn then. I move to adjourn. Second. Second by Second by Isma. All in favor, say aye. 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 aye.